Top of the hour. I'm John Berman with Kate Baldwin and Sarah Seinder. The breaking news right now in the middle of a war. We just learned that Israel has formed what they're calling an emergency government in a war cabinet. This is significant. It is according to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who made the announcement just moments ago. All of this as hundreds of thousands of Israeli reservists are staged outside Gaza. Let's get right to seeing it's Becky Anderson, who is in Tel Aviv, who can explain this shift with inside the government, Becky, and what it means. Becky. Well, this is really important. What we understand is that these discussions have now been going on for some days. And I have to say, there was some speculation we might actually get this news yesterday. But clearly, these negotiations on who is in this, uh, you know, unity uh, government and particularly in what will be this war cabinet have been very, very difficult. But as we understand it now, this is Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister, in unity now in a coalition uh, government in a war cabinet with Benny Gantz, who, was, who is the leader of the uh, National Unity Party, an opposition leader, former defence minister, of course, and the uh, defence minister, Gallant. They will sit in this war cabinet. This is, this, is, you know, this is an emergency situation which is being addressed now uh, by those who have experience of war uh, in government here. What isn't clear is what the makeup of this kind of wider group will be. And sources have been telling me that there has been much discussion and demands made by those in opposition um, that the um, right wing ministers, the finance and national um, security ministers, Ben Gavir and uh, Smoltrich, would not be part of this. I can't stand that up at present. All we know uh, and we can report at this time is that Benjamin Netanyahu uh, now in unity with, um, with uh, Benny Gantz and the defence minister here, Galland, to address what happens next. And the sense is here uh, that what you didn't have in the cabinet, in the, uh, in the government um, until Saturday morning was experience. Uh, and what Israel now needs is experience and... Um, characters, you know, um, authoritative characters in position who reflect the unity of, um, of, uh, of the Israelis. So this, as I'm being told now, I'm just getting uh, new reporting on this. This is an emergency cabinet, a war cabinet at this point. And Becky, for those who, I mean, aren't familiar maybe with, I'll call them the, the players within Israeli politics so much. Just some background here of what a big deal this is as you describe it, because these are political parties and these are men who are, before now, deeply hostile to one another in terms of the politics mm -hmm. of Israel. And it really does underline the scale of the crisis, how much has changed in Israel mm -hmm. since Saturday. Um, just the background, if you can offer, of kind of earth-shattering is what Saturday was with the Hamas terror attack, and this as a response mm. to it. Just the perspective on that. Yeah, well, I think if we just step back and consider what has going on, been going on here for months and months, um, has been this deep, deep division um, reflected on the streets of Tel Aviv, 
and around this country by you know hundreds of thousands of uh, Israelis demonstrating, protesting against what has been Israel's most right-wing government ever. Um, this sense now that there is an absolute need to bring um, you know, to bring the, those who are running this country together, you know, in a war cabinet that can now address the security concerns uh, that, that Israel now faces with experience. Um, there has been, you know, much talk around the judicial reform of how uh, Benjamin Netanyahu and his right wing have not been focused on, on what Israelis themselves believe is important uh, for them. And on Saturday morning, you know, that was revealed. Uh, security and protection. Um, where was, uh, why was there such a failure of intelligence? Why is it now that Israelis feel such a sense of insecurity, of vulnerability? And it was to, you know, to the prime minister um, to... Uh, organize around him to ensure now uh, that the fingers of blame aren't pointed at him squarely um, on, on on what happens going forward. And now, you know, the 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 the, the, the crucial nature of what is uh, uh, what is in play here, the complexity of what happens next with regard any incursion, ground incursion into uh, Gaza. Uh, you know, the, the the sense now that the decisions that are made. Uh, here in Israel about what happens in the days and weeks ahead should not be left to a government that frankly didn't have the experience in cabinet to address these issues. So that now looks like, you know, the, the makeup that we have in what is this new war cabinet, if I, I can describe it as such, with the current defence minister, the former defence minister, uh, Benny Gant and, uh, and Benjamin Netanyahu um, heading up uh, the decision-making uh, for the state of Israel to address, as I say, the complexities of what happens next. And let's just consider those. They have an, a ground incursion on the table. Uh, they have, as described by the IDF, saturated the southern border uh, with uh, troops now in anticipation, one assumes, of, the, uh, of a ground incursion. We're not seeing that as of yet. Uh, but the complexity is we've been reporting now for hours in that you have these hostages being held in various locations as described by Hamas around Gaza. Uh, and then the wider story here, which is the plight of the Palestinians. We know we already have who are in Gaza. We already have a thousand dead, um, a total siege of Gaza, um, hospitals being bombed, um, no fuel now. Uh, to the power station there. I mean, Palestinians do work with generators uh, in, in Gaza, so there'll be some generation of electricity or electricity provided by generators. But, you know, considering what it is uh, that Israel faces as decision-making now, it has been clear for some time uh, that there was a need for, I don't want to call it level-headedness, but experience. And this will be, you know, this will be... Um, demands from the outside, you know, from, from the international community, from capitals around the world, particularly from Washington, demands that this war cabinet has the experience to make decisions um, at this time.